Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth's Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Prudholm. And today we are going to have a special guest on. His name is Chris. He is the host of the Misfits Heroes podcast. He has people come onto his podcast that are doing things in their community to make their community better. He has a lot of interesting people that come on, a lot of interesting subjects. So I definitely suggest you check it out. And today we're going to be talking about his testimony. We're going to be talking about his podcast as well. And he has some really great tips. So I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. My name is Chris Satterwhite. I am, most people know me as host of the Misfit Heroes podcast. And we are a podcast about people helping people. I love that. That's awesome. Um, So where are you from? So I am from Northern Virginia, um, a town called Fredericksburg, Virginia, and but I currently reside on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I'm a beach boy. Oh, that's awesome. So you like the beach? Oh, I love it. I love it. It's a completely different lifestyle than, than what I'm used to. Nice. So. nice. so for the audience to get to know you a little, what is something you really enjoy doing, like a hobby you like to do? Um... So I am a tech guy. I'm very much a tech guy. I spent 15 years in the IT industry. um, And I've always, I've always been that guy. Like when I was in high school, I never went out to like parties and stuff like that. Instead, I'd sit at home and take, take apart my computer. (laughs) So nerd. And, uh, (laughs) and, (laughs) and um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's sort of my thing. I, I like, I like technology. I like working with technology and um, podcasting has just been my next sort of venture into technology. So awesome. So technology, podcasting, and you are a Christian as well. Yes, ma'am. Were you born into a Christian family or were you saved like um, as a child, as an adult? Like what's your story? Uh, not at all. So I actually, I was actually born into a household that, um, we, we never went, we never went to church. I think, I think up until, I think my first time actually going to church for myself, I was probably 19 years old, I think. Um, and it was around the time that I met my wife. Um, and my, my household when I was younger was not, it was actually, if anything, they, it was, it was like, Christians were seen as silly or, um, or like, you know, my mom would say something about like how, how people have like, Oh, you've got, you've got an invisible friend or something like that. And it was, it was kind of off putting. It was very, it was very much not a Christian household. And when I was, when I was a little older, I met my wife and her family, um, started taking me to church. Um, I met her at work and we started, we started going to church and it really changed my life. Um, and it was a very organic, um, a very organic introduction to my faith. Um, it, I literally, I was, I was actually saved at a marriage retreat of all things. Um, and I wasn't even married yet. It wasn't a marriage retreat, but it was like a marriage speaker that had come to our church and he, he I don't know. I just, something moved in me and, you know, history was made, I guess. (laughs) 
Yeah. So you were saved when you were 19. What was that journey like? Like, did you start to change things in your life? Start reading the Bible? Like what, what happened? Yeah. I mean, I started, I started, I started reading the Bible more and I started changing the people that I hung around with. And also a lot of my friends that I were hanging out with at that point in my life, I was, um, I was, I was in college, just out of college. And, you know, I was drinking a whole lot. I was partying a whole lot. Um, you know, and life just, if I'm looking back on it now, um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't very fulfilling at all. I was in a very dark place in my life. Um, I didn't have a lot of positive reinforcement, I guess is the best way to put it. And, um, and, you know, one thing that I think is, is fairly common with a lot of people is when you accept Christ and when you go, when you go into that relationship with your faith, people tend to think, oh, well, this is just the solve to all my problems. Everything's better now. And it's not necessarily the case. That's not necessarily how it works out. Um, the problems are still there. It's just now you've got this extra friend in God that will, you know, help you along with them and, and having that relationship with Jesus. I don't think a lot of people understand that relationship with, with God that they have. And, but sure enough, I mean, literally all my, all my issues started to fall away. Um, I started working on myself a lot more. I started working on my relationships a lot more and yeah, I mean, I'll never look back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way. Like not everything just goes away, but it's like you have someone to guide you and someone that's there for you. Like you don't have to just sit in your room by yourself depressed. Like you have someone that you, you have like their word that will say like, this is what to do. And that was my problem before was like, I was always seeking and reading books and they weren't actually helping. But when I got my hands on the Bible, it was a game changer. Um, yeah. and it really just like relieved me and brought me peace, just like what Jesus says he wants to do. Um, so yeah, like I, I saw things in my life. I can relate with that, that did stop, but it wasn't like immediate. It was like, you know, salvation. Yeah. And not if you, if you talk to non-believers, um, you know, commonly I talk to a lot of people, I talk to all different types of people. I mean, I've talked to atheists, I've talked to, um, Muslims, I've talked to, many different faiths and people have a hard time wrapping their head around that, you know, with the, um, the relationship. And one of the things that I tell people that I think people often have trouble with is that there's nothing that, um, there's nothing that I can do to make my relationship with God any better. There's nothing you can do. It's all, it's, it's all about what has, what he has already been done. There's nothing that you can do to make it better. Um, and it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. People have a hard time wrapping their head around that, I guess. So are you saying like, you can't make it better, but the important thing is that you continue it on your side? Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is that Christianity is the only faith that I know of where if you think about any of these other faiths or, um, you know, it's, it's the only thing where works don't, um, don't really out your output isn't relative to how saved you are. You know what I mean? Like it's all about what God has already done. Um, you know, when, when Jesus died on the cross and he died for our sins, um, that's, 
that's it. That's where it ends. Now, you can take that a number of ways. You know, that could be where it starts for you as well. But um, at the time when when I was saved, I was really sort of living for myself and um, very, very self-motivated. I was very vain. I just had a lot of sin. I had a lot of stuff that I needed to deal with that I would have never even known, you know, but, um, but once I have that relationship, once I accepted Christ and once I actually chose to actually live as if Christ was my Lord and savior, um, that's, that's where everything sort of fell into place, knowing my relationship with God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, basically the only thing we have to do is accept Jesus as our Lord and savior. And then he starts doing work on us. Is that what you're saying? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's the start for sure. Um, you know, we, I don't think, so we don't have, we we can't do anything to get right with God. Um, he, that he accepts us as, as we are, he accepts us, you know, broken bring, he, he, we bring our brokenness to him. He, he doesn't ask anything of us. Um, and that's, that's sort of what I'm getting at is that there's nothing, you know, I talk my podcast, I talk to people that are trying to change their communities for the positive, but I was thinking about that and it's not, it's not really about what they're doing for their communities or anything like that. Um, it's what God has done for them and they want to share that with others. And I think that kind of resounds a little bit in your podcast from what I understand. Yeah, absolutely. And that always goes back to the whole, like all the glory goes to God, like anything we do, all glory goes to God, any victory we have in our lives. Um, and I'm, I'm working on this, like any victory I have in my life, I give it all to God and I pray even more because, you know, I'm praying for things. And then when I receive them, um, I know some people will just be like, you know, they may pray less or whatever, but it's not all about asking God for things. It's also when you get them to like even pray more. Yeah. Do you agree? Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah I mean, and you know, it's yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly for what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's rewind a little. You were talked about how your parents, uh, were not Christians. They were, they spiritual in any way or are they just like, nah, so I, I'm a child of divorce. Um, okay. I, my, my parents were separated from a very young age. I want to say like one and a half, two years old it, before, before I, I like to say before I even could have memories really. So my entire life, basically they've been separated mm-hmm. and my dad later on in life, um, he, he accepted Lord as a savior and he leaned into it. I mean, he's a deacon at his church now. Um, he's, he's been saved for a good 15 years or so. And, um, and honestly, I didn't understand it when he did. So that was, he, he was, he was saved maybe when I was, I don't know, 16 or 17 years old. And I was just rebellious, rambunctious, didn't want any part of it. Um, but the happiness that I saw in my dad, once I did decide to make that decision and to follow the Lord, um, I noticed that you know, it, it really, it really made a difference. Um, but yeah. Um, but again, from my, from my, uh, I, I lived, I lived with my mom and in that, in that household, it wasn't, uh, it was not, um, it was not a very God friendly household. <laughs> Do you talk to her about God now? 
no. no. I was just wondering. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a uh, it's it's been a minute since we've spoken. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have siblings? I do. I do. I have I have a little sister. Um, she was she was she was born when I was sixteen. So. Oh, quite, okay. Quite, quite an age difference. <laughs> does she believe in God? Um, she does. She, I don't know where that relationship is to be honest, but, um, but yeah, she's, she's, uh, she, she believes in a God. I don't think she's accepted the Lord as her savior. Okay. I just wonder because I have found that, and I, and we talked about it at church the other day that talking with family is like the hardest to, to share the gospel with. Like I can easily make a TikTok video or post something on Instagram or whatever, but to say to my family members, like, like Jesus is my friend. I've accepted him as my Lord and savior. Uh, and like, he's changed my life and it would be amazing. Like if you checked out the Bible and started reading this, like this would change your life or like, you know, talk to them about how like healing Jesus is and everything. Like I can easily say that here to you, but the thought of doing it actually right to my family, it's like, yeah, something I'm working on. (laughs) It's, it's tough. I get it. You know, it's the, the funny thing about that though, is, um, I think it's in Luke. It said, it says that, uh, that they will know you, uh, by your actions, they will know your love of the Lord by, by your actions. And, um, you know, that, like I said earlier, it's people, people think that, um, they accept, they accept Jesus. And then all of a sudden, Hey, everything's better. And that's 100% not the case, but he gives you that additional foundation to be able to make those changes that you need to make inside to allow for that. You know what I mean? And I think that, um, I think that, you know, it's one of those things where you just, you got to keep on keeping on and eventually they'll, they'll turn around based on what you, uh, what you're, what you're outputting your, your, your love for God and how, how, when people see the change that is being made inside of you, um, more than likely they will want to change for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think that too. And also, like like you said, my behaviors and even my husband's behaviors will show them something new. Kind of like the reason we got married like so quickly, like we got engaged and like a, I think it was like a week later we got married is we wanted to move in together. So we wanted to do it uh, God's way. We talked to our pastor and we've been going to marriage counseling and we said we want to do it God's way. And he was like, well, God's way would be getting married before you move in together. And so then when people are like, Oh, wow, you guys got married quickly. And then sometimes we'll be like, yeah, that's just what we wanted to do. And then I'm like, wait, no, we want to do it God's way. Like, we <laughs> yeah, want to right. do it God's way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the podcast? You have a lot of different people on the podcast that are doing a lot of great things. You had someone, uh, what did you say? Did, um, talked about pornography. You had someone talk about finances. You had someone talk about sex trafficking, which she was also on my podcast. Um, you have a lot of different people. I've had you. Yeah. You've had me. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Um, so my podcast, it's called the misfit heroes podcast. Mm -hmm. And it, again, I, I said it earlier, but it's about people helping people. And the, the idea behind it is really, um, I listened to a lot of podcasts before I started podcasting. I, um, 
I heard a lot and many of them that I listened to, I listened to both faith-based and secular podcasts. And it just seemed like what I was hearing was a lot of people talking about issues. They were talking about this issue and that issue, and it doesn't matter what the issue was, but nobody was really talking about anything to fix it. They were just pointing stuff out, like pointing out all the problems and stuff. And then in 2020, the pandemic happened. And I was like, you know, I just got tired of every single news story being something, um, something going wrong, someone getting hurt or killed. It was all just so negative. And so I was like, I'm going to start a podcast and I want the podcast to be about people doing positive things in their community, people changing their community. And, you know, there, I started telling people about it and, I've got a little bit of a story about how it literally started. Um, one of my friends in church, he, this was actually before I even had the idea for the podcast. He, we were doing a small group at our church for marriage and it was couples, it was couples in marriage. And, you know, we were sitting there and I'm at the time, I'm the type of person that um, when I pray, I pray quietly. I, I don't like to be out and, you know, I don't like to be out evangelizing or anything like that. I pray quietly and I, and I kept to myself. This was then now, now you can't get me to shut up, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but at that point, you know, um, Mr. Frank Hester, a guy that goes to my church, he, he was sitting there and, you know, every night at the end of the group, um, they would have somebody pray for the group, you know? And I'm sitting there, actually, they would have everybody pray, but everybody, they would do it like individually, person by person, right? Mm -hmm. And it got to my turn. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, no, I think I'll pass. I think I'll, I think I'll put it off. And, you know, let somebody else go. And he was like, no, you can do this. Um, you can, I, I, I think, I think you should lead prayer. And I, and I believe that you can do this. And, you know, I, at that point, I had had a very successful IT career, um, I had had accolades. I had had awards in my career field. I had all of the um, the just clout that you could think of, you know. And I didn't have what I didn't have was anyone telling me that I believe in you. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do this. I believe in you. I, I think that you should do this. And it seems like something so very small, but that one little small act drastically changed my outcome, my outlook, and my trajectory with what I wanted to do in my life and everything. All it took was that one little spark and it ignited an ember. And then that fire just started growing, you know? And I say all that because my podcast is really about regular people. You know, most, most of the people that I talk to, um, and I've had some very interesting guests on there, but you know, most of the people that I talk to are just regular folks that decided to make that small little change and they saw a need for something and then boom, it, it just takes off. And, um, and Jesus is the, the backbone of that. So I get all of that in my podcast with a little sprinkling of Jesus on top of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the glory to God. That's amazing. And, um, yeah, with, with God, we can do everything and anything. And I think that's really cool that you're having people that are doing things in their community, because sometimes yeah. when we have the internet, we might feel like we need to do something 
through the internet. Like I, that's what I do, you know? And I could also, it makes me think like in a different way, like, okay, there are things I could do like right here, right now in my church or in my community or at the supermarket, whatever that can help other people. Um, even little things, big things. Obviously you're talking to people that are, that start out small doing one thing and it gets bigger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and it really kind of blows my mind, you know, I started out doing this and I was not expecting anything. And this is a common theme that I see pop up on my show a lot. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting anything. I was expecting like my mother-in-law and a couple of my friends to listen and stuff like that. And, you know, I haven't even been, been doing it a year yet. And um, on average, I'm averaging about 2,500 um, listens per episode and I've been listened to in, I think, 58 countries at this point. And I'm just some dude. I'm just some dude. I'm not like, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not, you know, any, there's, I don't see anything just great and special about myself. I'm just enjoying what I'm doing with the podcast. I'm just having a good time and talking to people that I think their stories need to be pointed out. And I think in this, in this time of, you know, social media and just crazy news stories and all these weird things that are happening and going on and we can get sucked up into all that. And why not have these people? It's like, you know, there's that, but then there's also this. <laughs> yeah. There's like real people with good stories coming from their communities. And that's, that's awesome. That's what I like to hear about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't watch the news. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't either. I try, I try not to, I honestly, I try not to do social media either. I have to a little bit for the podcast, but we were talking earlier, you just get sucked into it and it's like, uh Oh, <laughs> yeah. like I, I, I started, I started and now it's three hours later and I don't know how I got to where I'm at. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Especially when you're looking at something you want to look at and then you end up like, what am I looking at? Like, why am I looking at this? Like, no. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's too many rabbit holes. What was, um, was the purpose all along to interview people that started off doing something small and it got bigger in their communities? Or did you like jump around with purpose for the podcast? That was, that was kind of the start from the get go. It was, it was really just, I, I wanted to highlight, I wanted to highlight and promote people that were trying to change their communities for the positive. And I honestly, I didn't even start with the Christianity aspect of it at first. Um, you know, it, it just, it's sort of, it's sort of morphed into that and it's, it's turned into um, it's turned into really a practical application of God's word um, every episode. So the way that the way that my sort of um, setup goes, I record the interview with whoever the guest is beforehand and then afterwards, I do an, I record an intro for that. And I see every single time as I'm, as I'm studying the word and as I'm doing the interviews themselves, there's always some practical application of some type of scripture. You know, we've had a, um, I've, I've had a, a worship leader for a church that is in a metal band. He's the lead singer of a, of a metal band. And he's out there, he's out there screaming, you know, screaming God's word at the top of his lungs. And if you listen to this stuff, I, I listen to it. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's great, but I, the average person that doesn't know anything about God is going to be blown away by that. Right. But what do we end up talking about? We ended up talking about Romans 12 too, and about how, um, how being a living sacrifice and that everything that we do is considered worship, you know, um, 
there was there was another financial planner that I talked to, and he was we 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 were talking about I don't know we were talking about the GameStop situation that happened a couple months ago, and you know, cryptocurrency and, and all these things. But then we also brought it back to being a good steward of your time and your efforts and your finances and all that and how that relates to the Bible. So, I mean, it's, um, it's, it all, it all just comes back to God. It really does. And so I decided to, uh, to put that into play with, um, with the podcast and changed everything over to the Christianity subcategory and, you know, it's gone well so far. So God willing. That's so awesome. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thanks. Where can people find your podcast? So I have a website at www.misfit-heroes.com. Um, and I'm on every platform that you could think of. I just got submitted to Pandora the other day, but I'm on um I'm on iHeartRadio, I'm on um Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the all the places. Um, but if you go to, again, if you go to my website, www.misfit-heroes.com, um, that's where everything is. I mean, I've got all my Instagram and social media hooked up to it and you can check out everything that we're doing there. Awesome. So I have one last question for you. Sure. So if there are newborn Christians listening right now, what do you have for a piece of advice for them? Um, I would say that don't try and be perfect. Um, just, just do, do, do your best, stay in the word, um, pray, you know, and realize that, you know, realize that your life is different now. Um, you're not, you're not the same person that you were before you are a new creation in Christ and, just meditate on that scripture, you know, stay on, stay on that word and live your life by it. And you're going to make mistakes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. I'd like to add a little bit to that. Um, Jesus says that you are a new creation that is said in the Bible. And we have to remember that Satan likes to use our past on us. So when we're feeling bad about something we did in the past, we have to remember we are a new creation. That's what Jesus says. And what Jesus says is the truth. And we just have to remember that because I do see people where they've been saved, but then they're like, well, I feel really bad. I did this or that. And it's like, I mean, bring it to God, but you're a new creation. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's also, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing that he can't do. And there's nothing that is irrecoverable, you know, um, just lean into him. That's, that's the best advice that I can get. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I will be in touch soon. Okay. Sounds All good. Right. Have a great Have evening. A good night. Thanks. Bye. You too. Thank you guys so much for listening to the hashtag create your earth life podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to Chris and I talk and I would highly suggest check out his podcast, the misfit heroes. I am sure you're going to learn a lot and enjoy yourself. God bless you all.